Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. What do we do if we have SIBO? S-I-B-O, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Massive problems a lot of Americans don't even realize they're struggling with, some do. Bloating, digestive distress, constipation, bleeding in some cases, irritation and pain. These are some of the common warning signs of dealing with SIBO. Now, there's a bacterial balance that happens inside of your gut. And in your gut, you need good bacteria. In fact, inside your body, this is a little bit gross, but you have more good bacteria than you have cells in your body. So these are friends. It's a symbiotic relationship. You need them in order to defend, break down food, and keep the environment that your gut needs in order to absorb nutrients properly. Well, those bacteria and that army of them, very friendly, you have soldiers that protect those bacteria because there's other bacteria that wanna take over that territory. And if your soldiers get beat up and that bacteria, bacteria gets disrupted, it starts to die off and the enemy bacteria starts taking over. Well, now you have hostile ground inside of your gut. And that means there's an imbalance of a yeast. Some yeast should be in there, but you might have candida that overgrows, or you might have the wrong forms of bacteria, H. pylori's or things of that nature that start overgrowing and becoming too prominent inside the digestive tract, as well as viruses. There's a lot of viruses that are associated with foods there's a lot of obviously viruses going around that we're very well aware of that disrupt the digestive system and this creates this overgrowth. So there's the picture painted of the problem. Uh, we have too many of enemy soldiers in the environment, not enough friendly soldiers. The balance begins that irritates the gut, destroys the mucosal lining, disrupts the absorption of food that should get into the gut and leaves nutrients that uh, it, 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 the foods that should get in don't get in and the, and the things that shouldn't get in get in. This leads to permeability problems which is a condition we refer to as leaky gut. When that stuff gets into your bloodstream that should not be there that's what creates systemic inflammation problems which leads to autoimmune disorders. So this ties in and it's got a winding path down to a very root cause of disease. That is why the gut is referred to as the second brain. Now this second brain to start uh, uh, going the right direction, what are a few things that you can be doing right now from an herbal perspective, from a natural perspective that are going to give you an upper hand on those bad soldiers and get things leveled back out without having to result, hopefully, to a medication or an atomic bomb such as antibiotics. We'll turn to antibiotics right away, but an antibiotic comes in and just kills everything, goods and the bads. It's one way to end a war but it leaves a lot of casualties and it leaves a lot of mess to clean up after the fact. If you've ever been on an antibiotic, you've probably experienced some of this. There's lingering systems, uh, symptoms, energy problems, gut disturbances, bowel movement changes that happen after taking antibiotics and I'm sure some of you have dealt with even worse. So how do we avoid using the atomic bomb? I have only done that a couple times when I was a kid. My kids have never had that atomic bomb and I'm gonna try to stay away from those as much as I possibly can. What are the natural ways that we can start dealing with? So here's some of my favorites. Number one is colloidal silver. Colloidal silver 
in the system, very good at an antimicrobial, antifungal, uh, antiviral to help deal with it. You can take it orally for a same period of time as antibiotics, a couple of times a day, up to 14 days, getting into your system and help to balance that out. It's going right and in down into the GI tract. It's also very good for any skin infections or eye or sinus infections, but orally. I wouldn't take it daily long-term. Some people do. I don't do that. Um, I don't think it's needed to constantly put that in there, but during a time of SIBO and the gut disruption or post antibiotics, that would be a good one to reach to. Number two, I love oregano oil. Again, very uh, antimicrobial, antifungal, antiviral. The oregano oil we put in a powder form, so it's a little more palatable. And I combined it with one of my third favorites, which is lauric acid. So oregano oil has been proven to be very, uh, have those properties to level things back out, especially against specific microbes inside the gut. Lauric acid is another one that does that exact same thing, especially viruses. So in the form of monolaurin, lauric acid is found prevalent in uh, oils such as coconut oil, but it's a smaller percentage. So we extract it out of the coconut oil to make monolaurin a large dose of it. Now, when I dealt with a lot of viral cases and SIBO cases clinically, this is one of the first things I turned to. Well, we just took and put the entire bottle, so you don't have to buy a separate one, into the oil of oregano. So we combine the two of them together. So it's a very good approach to be putting in to kill those things off. And then finally, you can do an entire microbe cleanse. Now our microbe cleanse contains things like black walnut, which is very good against parasites. So now we're on a different level, berberine, which has uh, antimicrobial properties. And so there's several antifungal, anti-candida, anti-bad bacteria, components and herbs all packed into one to properly cleanse and reset the bad microbes inside your system. So these are the ones I reach for in my wellness cabinet, if, especially if you've gone through an antibiotic, but if you are dealing with a SIBO scenario to start leveling this off. So there's the herbal components of the top three that I love, monolaurin, with, uh, excuse me, silver serum, serum, monolaurin with oregano, and then finally a microbe cleanse. Now, always have to pair it with lifestyle. So when you look at lifestyle side of things, feeding the bad army, if you cut off their food supply, you're gonna to start to starve them out. So there are very specific uh, things that feed them the most, number one being sugar. So cutting that out so you don't feed the gut, dairy would be another one because it converts into sugar. And so there's an anti-inflammatory and a uh, low carbohydrate meal plan and understanding of the toxins and foods to avoid in our Make Food Simple book. And so there's two meal plans you just pick, eat this, don't eat this, starve that off for 30 days, 60 days, get very strict with it. Uh, you can back off over time, but when you pair those herbs with shutting off the food supply of those bacteria, SIBO can start to get under control. There definitely are scenarios with very severe cases. Work with a medical professional if you're having bleeding or ulcers or things of that nature. Um, obviously use your head on it, but there's a lot you can do from a lifestyle perspective by adding in those herbs, as well as following that strict lifestyle step by step. So if you want a place to start, you can look at the Living Good Daily book. It will give you the guidance on what to change or the Make Food Simple book. Uh, and we'll send you one of those for free. Just cover the shipping and you can start to put this together to overcome SIBO so it doesn't overcome you.
Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.